You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And it is a day to talk about education, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, certainly. It, the, the program at uh, Concordia University, Wisconsin, the, the Teacher of Visually Impaired Program, outstanding program. Glad that we got mm-hmm. to share that today. Uh, and many others will be finding themselves in the position of teaching. Maybe they mm-hmm. didn't anticipate it um, this season, but will find themselves in the position of teaching. Uh, many families will be uh, homeschooling in, in, in one way or another in the mm-hmm. days ahead and uh who other who who else would be the, the the best expert on that than our friend cheryl swope author and educator author of simply classical a beautiful education for any child uh cheryl always great to have you on thanks for joining us today thank you for having me so with the coronavirus uh and and many people being um social distancing some uh you know being um, quarantined in their homes for a while they find themselves in the position of homeschooling for the very first time especially we see uh yesterday with the announcement that the in the state of kansas all schools are closed for the remainder of the school year Mm -hmm. so many families trying to figure out how they're going to carry on education and in this position of homeschooling for the very first time you're the homeschooling expert uh (laughs) what tips do you have for these families you know in in your case and in many other cases um when someone makes the choice to homeschool it's usually a, a deliberate choice with much consideration and preparation these families are are finding themselves in this position without much planning or preparation but some assistance from uh from their their child's uh schools teachers and, and other resources what tips do you have for us today Yes, you're right. Most of us chose homeschooling willingly, and and now many families are having this thrust upon them. So I appreciate that you um, had the foresight to to address this topic. I think first, it would be helpful for parents to create a vision, to to actually talk about this together and, and create a vision for all of this. How do you want your children to remember the coronavirus of 2020, because this is so widespread that they will remember. I think one thing that would be good is to perhaps select a family scripture verse that will serve as your motto, if you will, to carry you through this time, and perhaps write that down, or uh, if you're good with calligraphy, frame that, but somehow post and remember a specific verse that becomes your family verse to carry you through. My daughter's confirmation verse is Isaiah 41.10, and we refer to that often here. That verse is, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When we embrace what's going on without fear and yet with prudent preparation, we're setting the tone for our children. From there, we can then do the practical things that need to, need to happen. For one tip would be to create a space, create a space for your child to work. Maybe he's already had a homework space, but this is something more. This is now respecting his vocation as a student and saying, you're going to have your own workspace. It will be 
free from auditory distractions, so we're going to turn off the radio and the news and our own phone dinging and all of those things mm-hmm. to the greatest extent possible so that you don't have auditory distractions during your work time. But we're also going to require that you don't create your own distractions during your work time. And similarly, visual distractions, you want to make sure that when you create the space that they're they're seated with only the materials they need, and for the most part, other visual clutter is removed. You just want his work implements in front of him, so his sharpened pencils or um, or his laptop or however that's working in your home. Only the things that are necessary for those subjects in his space. You're, you can set expectations for that space. For example, he needs to be up and dressed by a certain time. In our home, it was always 825. That was, that was our thing. You had to be up and dressed with all your morning jobs done by 825, and that was because from 825 to 830, we did an overview of the day. And that leads to another tip, which is to create a routine. A lot of families have a routine in place for after school, but maybe not yet for the entire day. And I know in our family, even though we have homeschooled for years and already had a good routine, with the onset of the coronavirus, we had to become a little bit more creative because our children can't go to work. We're all at home all the time. So my daughter and I, for example, from 2.30 to 4, we added our our um, Latin class and then an exercise program. We had been going to a community center, but we're not doing that anymore. So we have our stretching and our exercise from those times every day. And that routine seems to be very comforting to our children They're both on the autism spectrum, as you know, so it's even more important for them. But but creating a vision, creating a good workspace, and creating a routine, those are those are my best tips for starting for starting all of this. Within that routine, we found as a homeschooling family that that having the devotional time at the front of your routine sets the tone for the whole day. So that's what I would advise doing is starting with a hymn, a prayer, um, a scripture verse, a reading. Set that as the, the first thing that you do together as a family. And then it's ideal to tackle all of the hardest subjects next. If you can, complete all those before lunchtime. Be sure to include some breaks. They're going to need to get the wiggles out, do some brief physical stretching, jumping jacks, marching in place, those sorts of things, and then resume. Ideally, after lunch, you have your lighter or more enjoyable subjects. And then make sure that you close either your school day or your entire day with something enjoyable so that it's not all work and it's not all um, rigidity, but that they know that there's going to be some family fun at the end of the day. 
And we again, we have to get creative here. <laughs> but I know a lot of families are dusting off old craft kits that have been sitting around that never used or, or old um, board games, things like that singing together, whatever it is that you enjoy as a family or might enjoy as a family, taking walks or hikes, all of those things can be enjoyable dessert for all of the the um, vegetables that they've had during the day. And then um, kind of all another another thing that we really enjoyed as a family that I think is important to do is to start reading aloud if you haven't done that yet. Read aloud as a family. Some of our best family memories came from read alouds. Chronicles of Narnia is a wonderful thing because it can be for all ages, and of course, it's edifying as well when you when you read the the glorious majesty majesty of um, or majesty. What is the word I'm looking for, Andy? Help me out there. <laughs> I would go with majesty. artistry. <laughs> majesty. Okay. Yes, artistry. Thank you. We artistry just... and majesty. There we go. Of um, of Aslan, mm-hmm. of the the resurrection and all of the hope. Everything with hope and comfort. That's what we want to be focusing on. Yeah, we just but finished the magician's nephew in our household, and we're we're <laughs> yes. embarking we're embarking on uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe next. Sorry, I had to interject. <laughs> You were so yes, excited. that's perfect. Yeah, my son had me read The Magician's Nephew. He said, Mom, you have to read this one. I had not read it. And it's really, it starts it all with creation. I love that book. Yeah. Hmm. So The Chronicles of Narnia or um, or The Hobbit or The Little House series or all of the children's books for E.B. White, like Charlotte's Web and mm-hmm. Trumpet of the Swan and Stuart Little, those, those things, or for older children, I know we we read well. My husband read through the entire um, Tolkien trilogy mm-hmm. out loud, and this could this coronavirus situation we're being told could go on for months. So feel free to embark on such a, <laughs> a large <laughs> undertaking. That would be okay. But um, but again, getting back to that vision of how do you want your children to remember this and. Um, I think back to my own childhood, and I remember every year we went on vacation to Florida. But then there was one year we had kind of a lean year, and my parents said, they didn't say we're not going to go on vacation. They said we're going to do all of the things that are right here in the St. Louis area to do. So that year we went up in the arch. We drove to Hannibal and saw Mark Twain's um home we we just did little things and that became one of our favorite summers Hmm. because my parents made the most of it they made things fun for us and we never we didn't feel deprived or anything in any way so setting a vision we're just about out of time but to, to recap setting a vision for really making the best memories what memories do you want your child to have mm-hmm. uh, of this time right. together and making the most of it uh, especially emphasizing the good gifts of God and devotions and uh, and, and and the gifts of family in that time together mm-hmm. Cheryl thank you so much for these great insights I was taking copious notes yes, he was. <laughs> while, while, while we were talking uh, <laughs> Uh, it, we really appreciate the the uh, just the, the gifts that you have and that you're sharing them with us. Again, check out uh, Cheryl's book as well, Simply Classical, Beautiful Child, Our Beautiful Education for Eddie Child, CherylSwope.com. Thank you so much for being our guest today. 
Thank you. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.